Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Leadership Download. My name is Travis Van Dusen, and I'm here with my friend Cameron Singh. And today we're going to drop in to kind of do a short uh, video or talk with you on the subject of next level leadership. But today we're really going to be touching on the subject of what is blocking you from that next level of leadership or that next opportunity that you're trying to uh, get to in your in your life, your career, whatever stage of life you're in. You know, one, one of the things I've noticed in my career is while there's a lot of reasons to want to be a leader, there's just as many reasons to not want to be a leader. And there's and there's unfortunately a lot of things that often get in the way of, of us becoming the leader that we want to be. Our success is going to is being hinged on a, a few things that often always go wrong or can be very challenging for us. So we want to talk about four of those and and really kind of address them kind of one by one really quick for you um, in this talk today. The first one we want to talk about is things that, so we're talking about things that block us from reaching our, our highest leadership potential. The first, first area that we really, really uh, face this is in our public, in public opinion. Often what happens is we get too wrapped up and worrying about what people think of us. We, we just get too concerned about what others are saying and we get we lose focus on what leadership is is really all about cameron have you ever experienced this situation where you know public opinion tends to like throw you off or maybe makes you retreat a little bit yeah it's just something that i still can't get over with because you know when you walk into a room uh that's the first thing that i know it goes in, on my mind is like what is this person thinking of me what does the people in this room think of me do they think I'm good? Do they think negatively of me? And then it often, what it does, it, it starts shaping your decision making. Okay, now I wanna, I'm going to make these certain decisions to make sure that people are happy. But realistically, you cannot. Uh, when you're in a leadership role, you have the task to run the business that you're in. Uh, you have the task to, um, you know, th there's goals of the company that you have to reach. And sometimes you're not going to be able to to satisfy the 100% of your team. Our goal is to look after them, of course, and hold them accountable. But um, we always have to to um, make sure that, that we're not getting too emotional and start thinking about, um, you know, what, what people think of us. I mean, it's always going to cross our mind, though. Yeah, I know one one of the things that we often struggle I struggle with is with with kind of public opinion is is it's like you said Cameron's worried about what people think. But you know, often one of the the challenges as being a lead, of being a leader is we are tasked sometimes with um, making change or or, institu or or instituting change into uh, our companies or or to our organizations and often that can sometimes come with some very negative uh, public opinion. So, I, I, and I, I love the quote, I, I can't remember who, who to attribute this to, but you know, uh, it stuck with me, you know, it says this, if I'm here, if I was here to please you, I would sign up to be a clown. Leaders are here, our leaders are there to lead, not to entertain you, not to make you happy or to, or to make you feel like everything is, uh, going the way you want it to be. We're not, we're not, you know, here to, to please people per se. We're here to lead people in the direction that 
we need to go to keep the company healthy, to keep people, uh, keep people on the payroll, um, to lead people in a direction that's going to keep us relevant in the future, which sometimes can mean that there are times where thing, we seem that uh, public opinion is not that great, but that's not our job. I mean, yes, we do need to listen to it, but it's not our job. It can't drive our daily decisions. The second thing that blocks us from reaching our full potential in our leadership is often we have hurt feelings. Somebody says something to us. Maybe we get passed over for the promotion. So we decide we never want to apply again. So many times I've seen that. Somebody, they don't, they don't get promoted that one time or they get passed over. So they decide, well, I'll never do it again. And this is, this is a straight up um, emotional deal of you hurt my feelings and therefore I don't want to try again. So therefore our leadership is completely just destroyed right there on the mark. I love the quote by Chris Hogan. He says it this way, put your feelings in your pocket. As leaders, you don't have time to worry about your feelings. Not every, our, our goal is to never, to never be to lead from how we feel about a certain situation. Our focus should be on our people and our objective, not how we feel. So we can't get lost in that. Cameron, you know, what about you? Have you ever gotten lost in this kind of this worried about your hurt feelings? Yeah, I've learned that uh, early on uh, in in leadership, transitioning to leadership is uh, you do have to put your feelings in your pocket. It can't be uh, you can't let the feelings get the best of you. And, you know, one way to o truly overcome this is is staying focused on where you want to go and why you're doing what you're doing, uh, keeping centered on that why. And once you keep yourself centered on that why, uh, why you're doing what you are doing, where you are at, um, you will automatically end up putting your feelings in your pocket and you won't let, uh, you won't let uh, your emotions get the best of you and bother you. Absolutely. Definitely uh, easier said than done, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's not something that, uh, you know, it comes easy, but the reality is we're not, we're not uh, given the leadership title. We're not paid to be leaders that uh, operate from our emotions we're, we're, or how we feel. We're, we're paid and operated to make the best decisions for our team, for our companies, and for the overall the masses of, of who people we're responsible for. So we can't get lost in our feelings. But also we can we can uh, lose opportunities because, like I said, we get passed over. We didn't get the promotion. We, we, we're not happy with the way someone treated us. My boss was short with me today, so therefore I'm going to not put in that extra effort of work today. So therefore I lose my credibility with my, 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 my leader. All these things come back to our feelings. So we need to make sure, number one, we, we, we keep our, we keep a, uh, we don't let public opinion control us. Number two is we don't let our hurt feelings drive our emotions and how, and everything about who we are. And number three is we, as, is another area of uh, often blocks us from a next level of leadership is problem people. Oftentimes, problem people are, are those people that you wish you would just disappear. You know, you, you wish you would just go into work one day and suddenly they just said, you know what? They found a better job that fit them better. But here's the thing. Some of these people are just difficult. Some of these people, they're, they're just going to be a little harder to get along with, but you can be successful with them on your team. 
The reality is there's another side of this. There are, there are what we call problem people who do not fit on your team. Oftentimes, leaders allow people to linger too long and cause too much destruction prior to making the decision to let them go. You know, one of the best things I've ever heard from one, one of my mentors is, you know, is this, you need to make a choice. I can remember one of the first times I had to, I was talking about terminating an employee. They told me this, you need to make a choice. If they're in, they're in, or if they're out, they're out. Either way, help them move on. Either way, help them move on. Cameron, where have you struggled in the with uh, problem people? Problem people. Um, well, I've encountered quite a few problem people along along the way so far. And truly, when you have those problem people, you know, sometimes it's good to have those those quote unquote problem people that are your uh, devil advocate, where they challenge you. Um, that's that's a good problem to good problem person to have. But really, when you have that real real problem person, is when they just like you said, they don't have their life together and they're just a complete mess. They don't fit with the team. Um, and really how I see it is your problem people eventually manage themselves out. They terminate themselves. They um, they are the ones that fire themselves. Um, yeah, it is. We have to make the hard decisions, but we have to look for for the uh, the best of the organization or in whatever atmosphere that we may lead in. Um, yeah. No, I, I like what you said there about them weeding themselves out. And I think that's true. If the, or if the, the, if your leadership style is very much at very transparent and has, you know, candor and honesty, you know, if there's, if you're holding your people accountable, those problem people will naturally weed themselves out. They'll realize that they can't meet the standard or they don't want to meet that standard. And therefore, they they'll 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 find another place to go work. Uh, they'll go find a culture that fits what they're looking for. And, and see, that's that's what's great about you know the workforce is there's lots of places to work, right? Th just because someone doesn't fit your culture doesn't mean they can't go somewhere else and do amazing. I've seen that happen where uh, people have left one one uh, industry to go work in another industry, and suddenly they're like a new new person, new opportunities. Everything expands for them. It fits their their mindset fits their culture, what they're what they're designed to do. But I think the main thing is is we we need to set those expectations and then do do ourselves and do them a favor of making a choice of whether we want them in on the team or out off the team. If, if we want them on the team, we're devoted to de developing them and, and and making them the best possible, you know, best person they can possibly be. If they're off the team, get them off, get them sent on to somewhere else and move on. Don't let them sit there and, and let it fester and just build up and cause and create an environment of chaos or or allow it to block you from wanting to move up because you don't want to deal with those issues. So we've gone through so far. We talked about, you know, don't let public opinion, you know, uh, sway sway your decision making or allow your hurt feelings to drive your drive your leadership style or block you from moving moving forward. Or letting problem people uh, stand in the way of, of your you being the best leader you can be. And the last one we're going to talk about is criticism. Often this is the one that, that ends up being the biggest problem. And, and there's a difference between public opinion and criticism. Criticism can come in a couple different forms. Public opinion is just what people generally are saying about you. Criticism tends to come more direct. 
public opinion, you know, it's something you hear through the grapevine, so to speak. But criticism is often that person who comes and engages you directly uh, about how you're doing. Criticism, it can be taken to obviously two ways. I mean, you, you can either take it and grow from it or you can take it and, and, and allow it to fester and cause e emotional issues for you. Often, I think one of the things we struggle with as leaders is that we're too sensitive. We've become way too soft when it comes to being able to handle good feedback. Not every time when we're provided feedback is it going to be a glowing recommendation of how wonderful you are. There's going to be times where maybe the conversation is a little bit more tough, tough than we want to hear. But it's feedback, it's criticism that's going to help us grow. On the opposite side of this, it's very important to realize is that, you know, if you've got critics, people who just constantly want to provide you with irrelevant criticism, don't, don't do the critics math. You know, the critics math is like this, 20 good employees and two bad employees makes you bitter. It makes you, it makes you feel negative. Always lean towards that group of people who are giving you that positive energy. Don't allow that criticism to, to kind of uh, just to block you from wanting to step further into leadership. Cameron? Yeah, criticism can be very difficult to listen to, especially if it's negative. Or, um, But we have to get over our sensitivity as leaders. Um, I try to... To over over the years, I've learned to learn to uh, seek feedback. Um, you know, after a meeting, how did the meeting go? Was it well worth our time? Was it a waste of our time? Uh, there's a change within the organization going on. Hey, is this really going to add value to us? Um, it just takes those simple questions to to have that a part of the culture of of wherever you are to. Uh, both make it easy to receive feedback and give feedback. Um, you know, oftentimes where that tough criticism, it can be tough when you get um, that, that, uh, that tough negative criticism, but it take it for what it is and um, learn something from it because it takes a lot for a person on your team to be able to come up to you and give criticism. When, it, it takes a lot. It's not easy. A lot of team members, um, you know, might stay quiet, but for someone to come up to you and say it, that's, it says something about you as a leader also. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. You know, criticism is where you're going to grow. Criticism is where you're going to, to see those blind spots that you, you can't see in yourself and you could choose to grow from them and, and see the positive aspects of them, or you could let it destroy you from the inside out. So like I said, we're going to go through, you know, public opinion, hurt feelings, problem people, and, fi and finally criticism. You know, these are all things that, guess what? This is what leaders go through. This is what leaders are, are tasked to deal with. Um, you know, if, if we didn't want to deal with these types of struggles, then leadership is probably not the lane you want to go into. Because <clears throat> the reality is, at the end of the day, your team is waiting for you. Your team is waiting for to see how you're going to respond to these these four four issues. They're wanting to see how do you handle public opinion when a company is going through a major transition and your leadership team is looking at you to see how are we going to move this. 
how, how are we going to respond to this? And you respond very, very well to the challenge. Guess what? Your team will move forward with confidence, knowing that the leader, the person in charge is confident in where we're moving. But when things are hard and public opinion comes and you panic or you or you retreat and you and you don't or you don't respond uh, in, in a confident way. Well, guess what? Your team panics and they and then suddenly they're thinking they're 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 unsure of whether you've made the right decision for them. So we have to understand our team is, is completely dependent on you. And if you can't, if you can't handle these things, then leadership is not for you. So we, we have to get over these things quickly. Anything you want to add Cameron? Yeah. And, and this, this happens with experience. Uh, I mean, you're not going to build that, that, as you call it, uh, the term called tough skin overnight. It's going to take some experiences where you get that negative public opinion, where you get that criticism, where you start dealing with those problem people, where um, you start getting hurt. Um, and it comes over time where you start slowly, but slowly, but surely building that tough skin. But it's not going to happen overnight. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the reality is your team is waiting for you to step up. Or step or step away. There's, there's, those are your two options. I love the way Chris Hogan puts it here. He says, you know, you can pout, you can hide, or you can go to work. You make the choice. We we as leaders don't have the ability to choose when we want to lead. We can't be fair weather leaders. We can't want to lead on the days when things are going well and want to pass it on to someone else when things are not going the way we want them to go. We I have to understand that we we will as leaders we will have good days we will have bad days. In fact, John Maxwell says it this way: there are no, no good two consecutive days in a leader's life. Mm-hmm. Leaders are there to fight the issues. You know, I I, I was speaking with a, a supervisor that under that I the, that's under my uh, under my leadership a couple of days ago, and he was kind of uh, beginning to kind of vent and complain about. The fact that he's had to deal with some trouble, troubling employees and not, things are not going right. And I looked at him and I just smiled. I said, look, problems are job security for, for us as leaders. If there is no problems, if there is no public opinion, there is no hurt feelings, if there is no problem people, there is no criticism. If there's not someone, if there's no need to have someone who can get past all that and keep leading the team, then we're not needed anymore. There's, there's no relevance for leadership anymore. Mm-hmm. We are there because there is a problem, because there is issues that need to be solved. That's what makes us uh, makes us what we are. That's what makes us relevant. That's why we get paid to be where we are. So, yeah, it's sometimes it's sometimes it's not the the most attractive thing. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's not where we want to be. But understand that's what leadership is. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's a grind. Sometimes it's a struggle. Cameron, closing thoughts. Uh, I think just the overarching theme here, um, I just saw the question, you know, what is blocking you from the next level in your leadership? Really to overcome all this is is truly having that confidence in your ability to lead your team. Confidence, of course, that builds over time as well. But once you're instilled with confidence, you can take on anything. Um, you know, having the confidence to take on public opinion, uh, you know, get over your emotions, That that that's what is a, a key trait as a leader to have to to get to that next level and stretch your capacity as a leader. Absolutely. You know, one, one of the things I'll, I'll kind of I'll close with this is, you know, 
as you said, Cameron, it's 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 getting it's building that confidence and building that confidence comes through growing yourself, investing in yourself, uh, getting good mentors, you know, getting into good leadership training, what, whatever that looks like for you. But here's the thing. When we believe when we get to that point where we think we're too good to grow. Your next step is backwards. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so when you get to that point where you think you're, oh, I'm good enough now. I don't really need to put any more effort into this. Guess what? Your next step is backwards. You're not, you're done moving forward. It's going to be a constant retreat from here on out. So if we want to get in, if we want to improve in these areas, you know, personal development, uh, leadership, leadership training, growth, any, any type of growth opportunity that builds that confidence that helps you get through these circumstances. We want to get beyond these and we want to get beyond these as quickly as as possible so that we don't let these things stagger and and block us from being the best leaders we can be. So guys, we thank you so much for joining us and we will, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Have a great night. See ya.